there. My name is Ros Edwards and this is my story. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we shall begin. I've been in business for over 30 years. I'm currently the director of Mannequin, but I'm also a creative coach. Mine is a rag to riches, true story, but I could not have been successful if it hadn't been for my experiences in life, from being a great dreamer to success and then failure. But even in the darkest moments, I never lost sight of where I wanted to be. Knowing where you want to be requires vision. And if you are a dreamer like me, then this comes naturally. If you want to make a change in your life, you need to think at least five years into the future. That is because it's actually only a short amount of time to make a difference. A hell of a lot can be done in that amount of time. And a hell of a lot can go wrong too. It's just a journey, but it helps if we have a map. I had an African art shop in Glastonbury with my partner and we went to live in Malawi for an unspecified amount of time to increase profitability. I studied business and finance at college and had been bookkeeping. So when I looked at the books, only making 100% profit on the sale of the goods wasn't going to be enough. I was pregnant with our first child and nothing makes you plan your future more than children. Something had to be done and I was confident I could turn it around. And so my first five-year business plan was both instigated and then completed in good time. The business became much more profitable with our own imports of art. An interesting realisation was made. The initial plan was complete and a second child had arrived. But my partner and I couldn't agree on the next steps and sadly our relationship broke down. All that time and effort and completion of plans without more vision was a recipe for disaster. I'd found myself stuck in Malawi with no business either there or in England. I had no home and I had no money. Everything had broken down and it was when I got to a, and it got to a point where I was, despite best efforts, really struggling as a single mother with two boys at a private school. I was embarrassed to ask my parents to bail me out with airfares, but they did and we jumped on the big bird to Heathrow with all our belongings in four cardboard boxes. I had retail shop experience from the shop in Glastonbury. I decided to set up as a retail consultant. Whilst I lived in Malawi, I had learnt how to design websites and so design my own and got to the top of Google for retail strategy. But I was a single mum with two boys and no chance to get out and work, so I needed to find something that I could do from home. I spent all my time researching and writing, developing content for the web, which somehow got me onto the subject of mannequins. And then I suddenly recalled a memory that my father once had a pair of mannequin hands in the shed and at eight years old, I took them to school. I'd walked along the path with them tucked into my sleeves, making my arms extremely long and would get them out of my school bag to shake hands with my friends and teachers. Finding a humorous angle for a new business idea, this was something I wanted to research more, and so I did. I made a page on my website saying that I had mannequins and props for hire and offering a window dressing service. I lied, though I didn't have any mannequins or props. Starting a business online is easy and cheap to set up if you know how to design a site. It gives you the opportunity to punch above your own weight. So... Within 24 hours of the page going live, my phone started ringing with inquiries. People asking, have you got mannequins that we can have in London next week? 
I had no option but to tell lies and say that they were all out on hire at the moment. But more calls followed. It was as if somebody had switched on the light and said, Here's a good idea, lovely. See what you can do with it. I had to find out where all these calls were coming from, so a quick look at my web stats revealed it was Google. I searched for mannequin hire, and there I was at the bottom of the first page. But surely all the sites above mine would be able to help. So I took a day out and pretended to be a customer, and called every single one above and below me, and I found out why. Most phones went unanswered, or if I did get, manage to get through to someone, they'd be very rude. This was a monumental moment of excitement. I realised I had a chance. I decided that I could be centre stage in this new world and I slowly started becoming famous online for mannequins. You'll have to remember that I was in a council house, on benefits, on a borrowed computer. I didn't have any capital whatsoever, so my first mannequin was purchased for me by my mother. It cost just £50 and to this date I have never paid her back. To be honest, it's part of the story, and I still believe that the story of Mannequin would not exist if it hadn't been for my mother giving me £50 to buy my first mannequin. What is quite amusing is that in those days we used to get doll money, and that's what I spent the money on. Dolls. It was 2008 and start of the credit crunch. Shops were closing left, right and centre, so I was able to buy a lot of mannequins quite cheaply. I had a big old Volvo at the time. And so I used to drive around the countryside, picking up mannequins and purposely making them all look out of the back window just to see what reactions I'd get from drivers at traffic lights. They gave me a really good feeling about the plans I had. It was really exciting. It was a really exciting time. I had been warned that these things do take up quite a lot of storage space and so it didn't take long for the house to fill up with mannequins. Then a 20-foot shipping container and even a giant party-sized <coughs> gazebo in the garden. It was when I got an inquiry from the producer for Trini and Susanna's What Not to Wear, I realised, ding dong, here we go. I selected Mannequin as my name and bought the UK and US domains. The correct spelling of Mannequin wasn't available, but Manna, Food from Heaven, and Kin, Kindred Spirit, bode well with my Glastonbury background. I registered it as a limited company, trademark the spelling and register for VAT even though I was only pulling in about £100 a month. Hardly enough to warrant a VAT registration, right? But think big, think win-win. The Trini and Susanna gig gave me the confidence to launch the business properly because if it was all going to be showbiz from now on, then I was definitely in. The business was coming to me in the guise of gifts. More inquiries, more mannequins, more money. I went from a 1,000 square foot warehouse to 2,000 square foot, 4,000 square foot and 8,000 square foot warehouse, paying an extortionate amount in rent. And then I struck gold. An order from Clark's Shoes, from the small town in Somerset where I'd gone to school. And I raised the money to buy what we now call Mannequin Hall. Historically, it was where the dining rooms were during the RAF fullback days where the Americans were based in the war, so it's got some history about it. Things were looking great. Investments were being made out of the profits of the business. And then I was given both a magic porridge pot and a challenge. An old friend got in touch, saw that I was now recycling mannequins. And in my world, 
recycling means we're using, which I was doing by hiring, and asked me, do you want a hundred mannequins that are going in the bin? Naturally, I accepted, but what I didn't know was that over the next few months, over 20,000 of them would turn up. To say I wasn't popular with the locals on my new commercial property is probably an understatement, but I became famous as the mannequin lady in Lincolnshire. But even through this time, ideas kept coming. I'm a dreamer, remember, so now I was in a very different position with my own commercial property. I dreamt, dreamt up all sorts of ideas. A mannequin safari, a cafe, accommodation, a museum, art classes, picnic areas, even an idea for a bemusement park. Setting up a business is really not very hard to do, but scaling and becoming a manager, especially if you've never been a manager before like me. Knowing what to do with your profits is essential too. And another really important thing to consider is knowing what you actually need to earn without busting your guts or being unrealistically ignorant. Distractions are rife too, and it is important to know how to shelve them for a rainy day without dampening your creativity. I've been lucky with the business, and it has given me the honour of saying that I've worked with famous artists such as Lady Gaga, Madonna, Mika, Cliff Richard, appearances on The X Factor even, and I'm regularly asked to appear and comment as a mannequin and small business specialist in the media. We knew that in January that 2020 was going to be tough. Trade exhibitions are a good economic indicator and early 2020 we lost a lot of business from China as they started feeling the impact of COVID-19. The rest we all know too much about but here is what I've been doing with this extra time. All those ideas I'd shelved came out of the woodwork and every single one investigated including my current chosen direction of how can I help others. I've invested in training this year, in things I knew about but lacked in-depth knowledge. I've collaborated with different businesses and I've pivoted into coaching. I'm still maintaining my mannequins though and keeping my staff. We are ready when the economy is. So do yourself a favour. Forgive yourself for your cloudy crystal ball, but know what you stand for and from where you came. Demands will come back. But that statement alone, of course, does not reduce the stress and frustration at not being able to plan in the usual way about the business we knew pre-2020. This is a curveball. It's a time to reevaluate, prioritise, try new things and plan in a new way. And I'm challenging myself to help others to do the same planning as I do. And you can learn from me by signing up to my newsletter at www.rosedwards.com. .co.uk. Thank you very much for listening to my story and I invite any questions, any questions at all at any time that you would like to ask me.